In case you have forgotten, or maybe you just need a gentle reminder of the type of world that we live in, let me start off by describing the world that we live in by utilizing a couple of adjectives. And the first adjective that comes to mind is the word imposing. Now, when I think of the word imposing, that can be used for good and it can also be used for evil. But let's talk about evil. All right. Now, let's talk about social media for a second. Now, for the record, before we even get further into that, let me first say, obviously, as you know, and as I know, social media can be used for good. Social media is not all evil. It depends. The biggest factor is it depends on the person utilizing the social media. Maybe they're trying to do good, but they push evil without realizing it. Or maybe they have evil intentions from the start and they're pushing evil. Or you could have someone that has good intentions and that pushes out good through social media. See what I did there? So the idea is when we think about not just social media, but any type of media, it could be entertainment type of media. It could be the news. You name it. The thing we got to think about is how much we are consuming those things, not just about that, but the information that we're consuming, how much we are believing some of that information, because when you think about one constant that happens throughout these years, you, you always hear people talk about the media pushing an agenda, pushing an agenda, pushing an agenda, pushing a, a certain type of agenda through that nine times out of 10, probably 10 times out of 10 is always usually a crooked type of agenda. And I'm not now I'm not saying every piece of news is crooked and every piece of media is crooked. That's not what I'm saying. But then there are those times when. Uh, there are certain hidden agendas that are pushed through. Those are the negative ones. That's what I'm talking about. So why am I talking about imposing and media and all that kind of stuff? Those are just examples. The idea is when it comes to you and me every single day, no matter where you are, no matter where you're from, no matter how fresh you smell, no matter how you dress, no matter how much money you make. It matters not because somewhere along the way, every single day. You're going to pick up traveling stains. And when you hear me talk about traveling stains, I guarantee you it's not a good thing. Never a good look to pick up traveling stains. So what do I mean when I say traveling stains? Well, for one, you got to know traveling stains have different smelling type of aromas. Mm -hmm. So we could be talking about aromas of negativity, aromas of toxicity, aromas of Whatever kind of hardships are going on in your life, when you have a certain interaction with someone that goes in a negative direction, those are examples of aromas. Those are examples of traveling stains. Mm -hmm. It could be various types of problems at different types of levels. Okay, I'm being very generic right now, but I want you to hear what I'm saying. The reason that we have traveling stains is because that's just what it is. You and me, we're men. We live in a fallen world. But guess what? You probably already knew that. So if we live in a fallen world, we have to expect to receive traveling stains every single day. Now, you think and be you kind of starting off kind of a morbid on this podcast or kind of a on a on a downside. What are you getting at? Well, just because we pick up these traveling stains does not mean we have to allow these traveling stains to just sit on us. 
Because one thing that we as people do, whether we realize it or not, we're either one of two people. We are people that when we come across these traveling stains, when we come across these aromas, some of us, we are finding ways to mix and blend in with these traveling stains. We find ways to mix in with these aromas because we acquiesce and we say, well, you know what? Maybe this is as good as it gets. Maybe this is what it is. You know, when we when we think about certain cultures and certain traditions, we just acquiesce to it and say, you know what? This looks good. It feels good. It feels right. You know what? Maybe I just maybe I'll just go along with it. Not really testing it, not really seeing if it's really true of true. It just flowed up from the tip of the tongue. True of true. It sounded right. <laughs> it felt right. See what I did there? But you see what I'm saying? We just acquiesce and just say, well, maybe this is as good as it gets. Or do we flip the other side of the coin and do we say, you know what? This traveling stain that's on me right now, it ain't really smelling too good. I got to find a way to get up, up off of me. Because if I don't get this traveling stain up off me, somehow, some way, it's going to make its way up to my brain. It's going to make its way up to my mind. And what's going to happen is fumes are going to start fuming through my mind. And it's going to start seeping into the pores of my life. And when it starts seeping into the pores of my life, it's going to start seeping into the pores of my mouth, the pores of my thoughts. It's going to start affecting my speech patterns. It's going to alter my belief system. It's going to alter my value system. And next thing you know, I, I was potentially walking a straight and narrow line or at least as straight and narrow as I thought it could be. And then next thing you know, I'm going to be like that itty bitty little nail that's bent on the train tracks that allows a train to go to the direction of the left or to the direction of the right. Next thing you know, I'm way over here in a direction that I never even imagined. And I ask myself, how the heck did I get over here? And the reason that you are there right now is because there was something back there that went unchecked. It's because there was a summation of traveling stains, a summation of aromas that went unchecked, that went unaccounted for. Because you brushed it off and you said, ah, it'll be all right. Eh, you know, it'll go away on its own. Oh, but next thing you know, you start to look at yourself in the mirror and you don't look the same like you did before. And that's because that traveling stain or those traveling stains, they're still there. Yeah. You're not once the person that you are because those traveling stains are there and you didn't do anything about it. Now, maybe you wanted to do something about it. Maybe you didn't know how or maybe there are resources put in front of you of to do something about it. And for whatever reason, you looked the other way and you walked away. Or maybe you tried to solve that problem. You tried to solve those issues via those traveling stains. You try to you try to resolve those traveling stains. You try to get to the other side of those traveling stains. And then you quit. You quit because you didn't see the results that you wanted to see. You quit because the process was taking too long. You quit because you didn't think the answer came fast enough in the way that you wanted it to. You quit because the answer didn't come to you soon enough because you thought the process should have been a little bit faster, a little bit quicker than what you thought it was. You, you, you wanted to get to the other side of that traveling stain quicker than what the actual realistic time probably is. Mm -hmm. It's all about the process.
But see, the thing about traveling states, well, B, when you keep talking about traveling states, what are you talking about? Well, think about it. If you are drinking coffee or whatever your beverage of choice is, name it, and then it spills on your shirt, okay? But let's say you utilize something to clean out that stain. Okay, you got some of it off, but you look at your shirt in the mirror, that stain's still there. Oh, yeah, you cleaned off about a good, you know, 67% of it. But that other 33%, it's still right there staring you right in the eye, saying, I'm still here. You see, the thing of this, the thing of it is, us being on this earth, it's a lifelong process. A lot of times, traveling stains don't go away overnight. It takes a lot of cleansing, a lot of washing. People talk about brainwashing. Well, I'm going to talk about mind washing. Because what has to happen is in order for us as people to really get over those traveling stains, in order for us to get to the other side of those funky aromas, is we need to have mental renewal. Mental renewal, a.k.a. we need to have our minds renewed. Okay, I said it that way because, again, I, I say on this podcast frequently that when we hear the same stuff, oftentimes we're like, oh, oh I've heard that before. I, I've heard that before. So I pride myself on trying to say the same thing, but trying to say it in a different way. We need mental renewal. Yes, we need our minds renewed. We need mental renewal. Just like you renew your subscription to Netflix, just like you renew your subscription to Hulu, just like you renew your subscription to Amazon Prime, just like you renew your subscription to your gym, just like you renew your subscription to your favorite wellness spa that you go to, just like you renew your favorite subscription to XYZ place. Name it. Name it. Why? Why do you renew it? So you can go there and continue to have the level of leisure of fun that you want to have there. Whatever type of recreational activities that you're looking to do there, you want to renew it so that, so that way you can continue to use that place to your benefit. So why don't we renew our minds? Here's the thing. It doesn't cost anything monetarily. Well, I mean, maybe. I don't know. It <laughs> depends on what we're talking about. But typically speaking, all it does is take two things in order for us to renew our minds. It takes time and strategic effort. That's just that's it. Just time and strategic effort. No, notice I said strategic effort. I didn't just say effort. I said strategic effort, because depending on the situation that you are facing right here, right now, you, sir, you, ma'am, are going to have to renew your mind. You're going to have to have a mental renewal. You're going to have to subscribe, not just not just to the idea. You're going to have to subscribe to the truth of renewing your mind. You're going to have to subscribe to the truth of getting that mental renewal. Because here's the thing. As I think back myself, I have fell into this. I don't know if you want to call it a trap that. If we as people, if, we, if you could just tell me what to do, if I can just have two things, three things to do, if you just give me the top five things to do, if you can give me the top seven things to do, give me the top ten things to do, man, I'm going to go to a whole nother level. Now, don't get me wrong. There is value in that. There is value in having a, a bullet list of things to do in order to get you from point A to point B to point C to point D, so on and so forth. There is value in that. But that's not where it starts. It starts by getting that mind washed, getting that mind cleansed, 
Because once you have that mind cleansed, that, my friend, is how those traveling stains go away. And you always have to remember, the traveling stains, a lot of times, it may not go away overnight. Sometimes it may, sometimes it probably won't. But you got to understand, we have to be people that get our minds renewed so the traveling stains can progressively go away. So why am I talking about all this? So now, now, that, now that I got you warmed up, now that you pretty much have consumed your appetizer, let's get to the main entree. What are we talking about here? I'm here to tell you that you, ma'am, you, sir, need to keep your tips fresh. Yes. Now, for the record, ladies, we are not talking about being at the nail spa, being at the nail shop and allowing someone to do your nails so that we keep your your nails tips, your, your, your nails fresh and nothing like that. That's not what we're talking about. When I'm telling you, when I say to keep your tips fresh, I'm talking about keeping your tips fresh. Truth in plain sight. I want you to hear what I'm saying. Tips. Keep your tips fresh. T-I-P-S. Truth in plain sight. Mm-hmm. Now that we transition to the next part of this episode, here's the thing. Too many of us, every single day, we th- this world that we live in, it, it's so, well, at least in the part of the world that I live in. Let me say it that way. Those of you who live in a highly civilized area, okay? I mean, even those of you out in the country too, right? Okay, but I'm mostly, mostly talking about for those of us that live in a, uh, a high or fairly highly populated area. There's, there's too much. There's too much closeness. There's too much togetherness. Too much convenience. Okay, yeah, that's the word I want to use. Convenient, not togetherness, not closeness. But there's too much convenience for us. And what happens with us is when there's a lot of convenience, when you got a lot of when you got a lot of restaurants close together, a lot of us as people we get too curious. We get to like, oh, I want to try this restaurant. Oh, I want to try that restaurant. I want to try this. I want to try that. You want to try about fifty six thousand restaurants in one year when you go back and look at it. And we wonder why mm, my health and fitness game ain't where it needs to be. Are you catching what I'm saying? I ain't nothing wrong with being adventurous, but you got to be moderate. You got to be respectable about the efforts that we put in when it comes to stuff like that. Are you catching what I'm saying? When we got too much convenience, it causes us to be more lazy. Prime example. Think about it. I'm going to call out someone right now. Think about it. Think about text messaging. Now, Now you have whether it be Android or iPhone, you have where you can like a text message. I'm not saying anything wrong with that. I ain't nothing hating about that before someone tries to come at me. I'm just saying that we as people have infused that into our skills of communication. And again, I'm not saying it's evil. I'm not saying it's bad. But catch what I'm saying. We have infused that into our way of communicating. When someone says something, <laughs> if I if I get if I ruffle little feathers with this, I'm going to be excited about it because truth be told, I'm ready to ruffle some feathers. <laughs> when we send something of profound significance and importance via text message, sometimes all we are met with is, oh, such and such liked this message, such and such loved this message. Now, if that's followed by, you know, like an actual text like, man, that was great. That was great. Powerful. This, that and the other. That's great. Me, BDB, to be all transparent, put my blood, sweat and soul on this podcast. 
I'm cool with that, but I need you to actually say something. I need you to actually tell me, like, if I say something significant. Man, like, give me some feedback. Like, I want to hear your word thoughts because I guarantee you, if you and me were face-to-face, you would tell me what you thought of something that I said significant to you. You wouldn't just say, like, with a thumbs up. You would tell me face-to-face, hey, man, what you did, and this is not about me trying to pump myself up, okay? This is just an example, okay? You would tell me word for word what you thought of said situation or whatever it is that I'm talking about. You would tell me face to face because when you're by yourself and you're texting and I'm talking about me when you're texting with me, you know, more times. Yes than no. Some of you are just going to respond to me with just a thumbs up like and that's it with no words behind it. Why am I saying all this? Because, again, as I talk about, it's all about keeping that. It's all about keeping that uh, that that sharp bite. Okay, keep your bark sharp and keep your bite sharp. Are you catching what I'm saying? Okay, I'm not. Now, before before I get too before I get too far into this message, I'm not trying to to challenge people to change how they respond to me in text message. Okay, (laughs) okay, I'm just expressing how I feel. Okay, but that's just that's just an example. There's there's a lot of convenience. You know, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's okay, depending on what needs to be had, you know. I mean, you got, you know, Uber Eats and there's nothing wrong with it. I've ordered through Uber Eats, okay? I mean, it's late at night and, you know, it's like, you know, well, not really trying to go anywhere. There's nothing wrong with doing that. But I'm, there's a point when we overutilize convenience. And that's the point that I'm trying to convey. The more convenience that is that is uh, uh, overimposing and over bulldozing in this world, it can cause us to be lazy. It can cause us to maybe not be lazy instantly, but over time, chip, chip. It can chip away the, the sharpness of your bite. Chip, chip can cause you to decline into laziness. Chip, chip. It can cause you to be more sluggard. Chip, chip. Cause you to be more lethargic. Towards any situation. So the reason I'm saying all of this is because we need to keep our tips fresh. Truth in plain sight. There are a lot of times where the truth is right there in front of us. Right there, smack dab in our face. And if our minds and our hearts are not postured correctly, sometimes we can hop over that truth. We can look over that truth. We can go to the left of that truth or to the right of that truth and just completely miss it. Moments ago, I talked about we like, you know, this convenience. And I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. OK, there's nothing wrong with living in an area where there's a lot of restaurants and there's a lot of life because I love it. I love being in a in a in a, um, a highly populated area where there's a lot of life, where there's a lot of houses and there's a lot of, there's a lot of restaurants and there's a lot of this and there's a lot of that. I love that. I'm not trying to say I hate that. And like I justify. No, I'm not trying to, you know, justify that uh, that there's something wrong with that. But what I'm saying is, is that the biggest principle that I want you to get out of this episode is that we have to find ways in order to live the opposite of that. Okay, live the opposite of that, because a lot of those times, again, if we're not keeping our tips fresh, if we're not keeping our tips fresh, we're going to miss out on truths that could change our lives. Okay, if we are people that let me give an example, and some of you, you're going to get ruffled, but I love you. I promise. If we are of 
the environments. You know, if we are of certain cultures, if we are of certain entertainment, if we are of this and of that, that's when we start to acquire these traveling stains. Mm -hmm. We start to acquire these traveling stains that alter our mindsets, that alter our our attitudes, our actions. They influence our personalities and all this, that and the other. Again, there's nothing wrong with, you know, certain cultures and certain entertainment within a respectable reason. As long as you know who you are, as long as you know who you're trying to be and as long as you know who you're called to be. Catch what I just said. As long as you know who you are and who you're called to be and all of that, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with partaking in those things. I'm not saying to live a, a bland and boring and dry life. But a lot of us, we, we, like, we indulge in those things. We indulge in those things. And a lot of times, and then this is just one example of how we as people can uh, lose sight of uh, realizing and recognizing truth being right there in front of us, truth, uh, truth being in plain sight, because sometimes we think that we think that, the, you know, sometimes we make truth more complicated than what it is. Now, let me give an example. And of course, me being BDB, I love defaulting to fitness. <laughs> OK, because I've been thinking about this probably for the past couple of days. And again, this is generally speaking, generally speaking, you would be shocked. You would be surprised if you, ma'am, if you, sir, if you gave yourself six months, I dare somebody. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you listen to this podcast. I don't care if you're a pastor. I don't care if you're, you're, if you're the president of the United States. I don't care if you're the president of a record label company. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're my next door neighbor. It doesn't matter if you're my family. It doesn't matter what type of human being you are. If you have the ability to hear and the functional ability to do something about it, I dare somebody to give six months of their lives, nine months of their lives, 12 months of their lives and say, you know what? I, you know what? If I just stick to the simple, like if I, if I stick to the simplest, the si <clears throat> I'm getting excited here. I need some water. If I stick to the simple basics, if I stick to the essentials, if I stick to just some good solid proteins, some good solid vegetables and, and a respectable amount of carbs and, and a good amount of water every single day, if I have pretty much two to three to five different types of proteins, two to three to five different types of carbs, two to three to five different types of uh, good fats. If I just rotate in and out for the next six to nine to 12 months and exercise four to five to six times a week, man, my body would go to the next level. Not only that, my mind would go to the next level. Now, let me also say this. I am not saying that working out is like the end all be all, it, you know, but I truly believe it is a pillar. It is a pillar for us as people, because even though when it comes to uh, when it comes to being people of faith and spiritual, those things are always going to be the most important. OK, that's what's always going to be most important on this side of eternity to help prepare you for the other side of eternity. That was a pause moment. You really want to think about that. So even as great as that is, and that is a top dog thing. Physical training still has some good value. Mm -hmm. Physical training still has some good value. And if you don't believe me, you can check first Timothy chapter four for yourself. 
So that means that there is still good value to be had in physical training, even though it is not the top dog thing to realize. But it is a top dog thing in terms of human beings, in terms of physically speaking, what you and I can do, because I guarantee you what I learned years ago was that the gym, wherever your gym is, doesn't matter what type of gym it is. The thing about said gym is that anybody can make gains there. It doesn't matter who you are. The gym doesn't look at you and say, let's be real here. The gym doesn't look at you and say, "Okay, well, you make. You make $50,000 a year, so you know, I, I'm going to promise you these gains, these gains, and these gains, right? And it doesn't look at, the gym doesn't look at person B and say, oh, man, you know what? You make $120,000 a year, so you know what? I'm going to be a little bit more favorable to you, and I'm going to give you the gains a lot more faster than this person over here that makes $50,000 a year. No, 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 no. The gym ain't favorable like that. The gym is not a respecter. <laughs> now, here's the thing. The Bible talks about God is no respecter of persons. Okay, but when it comes to effort, the gym has that same concept. Okay, I didn't want to put God and gym in the same verse like that. Right. But 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 I truly believe the gym has the the same type of principle. The gym does not look at one person and say, oh, well, I'm going to be more favorable to you than the other person. That's that's a lovely part about the gym. No matter who you are, where you come from, you go in, you put in the work, you will get the results. And that is what I'm trying to convey to you here. If you give yourself six to nine to 12 months, just being very simplistic with your meals. You mean, I'm not I'm not even talking about adding supplemental protein shakes and doing fat pills and diet burner pills or all kinds of craziness and lap bands. And I mean, I know some people do lap band surgeries and all that, but I'm talking about aside from any other type of modifications or nothing like that. I'm, I'm talking about just, again, l- l- let me, let me say this before I go forward. I understand certain people have certain uh, conditions and situations and things that happen. Do so accordingly, according to your situation, act accordingly and do what you need to do. I'm just talking about very basic, you know, stick with your just example meals, chicken, broccoli, your asparagus, your greens, your, your proteins, your good carbs and all that stuff. You would be surprised. You would be surprised by just six to nine to 12 months. The type of changes that your mind and your body can make along with good high intensity exercise at, at the very least four to six times a week. You would be surprised if you can't even do four, man, at least three. You would be surprised. You would be shocked if you would just commit yourself like that. OK, so all right, we got off on all that. So that was an example of, uh, you know, me utilizing fitness in that regard. OK, but again, truth in plain sight. The reason why I'm talking about keeping your tips fresh, truth in plain sight, is that because here's the thing. For us to be in this world we need to only be in this world. We, we need to be in environments. When you are of the environment, that's when compromise happens. That's when wrong stuff start happening. But when you are in the world and you keep your mind in this serene place. OK, what is that serene place? It's the presence of the Lord. That's what it is. The presence of the Lord. So when you when your mindset operates in that presence of the Lord mentality, Right. When you when you when you think about doing stuff for God and trying to grow in God, that's when stuff really starts changing for you. That's when you start to that's when you can have your mind renewed. You put yourself you put yourself mentally speaking in in a in a prime position in order to handle any situation 
the absolute best way possible and not just the best way possible, but in the right way possible. Because here's the thing, right? You, you think about people that um, look, let's be real. Let's be real. When people need rest, right? People go on vacation. OK, nothing wrong with vacation. But here's the thing. When we do something like go on vacation and we're trying to get like a mind renewal, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's all about when you're com- when, like when you come back, like what's going to be different about you when you come back. That's what I'm concerned about, because when you come back from vacation, the world's still going to be the same. You still going to pick up traveling stains and you still going to encounter problems, troubles, hardships, you know, all that kind of stuff. Again, it's not about it's not about me trying to be negative. I'm just being real. Like, that's what it is. When you come back from vacation, the world is still going to be the same. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, things can change about the world, but the world's going to get darker and darker. It's going to be the same. But when you come back from that vacation, what's going to change about you? That's what I'm concerned about. I'm not tripping on you going on vacation. What you going to be like when you get back? Like, is your mind going to actually be renewed? And I'm and when I say mind renewed, I'm not talking about renewed because of the vacation itself, not because of the the actual atmosphere you went to. I mean, it can contribute to that. But I'm talking about the actual mental renewal process. Like, you know, what I'm saying being in an actual place of serenity, being that in an actual place of joy, because let me tell you something about joy. Joy ain't from around these parts. Do You understand that joy ain't from around here. A lot of us to this day, we trying to find joy in, the, in our relationships. When I, you know, and, and when I say relationships, yes, you can experience joy in the relationships, but that's not where it starts. That, that, that's not where it starts. You, the, for the dating couples out there, the joy does not start with your boo. Ladies, the, the, the relationship does not start with your man in terms of joy. That, that's not where it starts. You can experience joy in the dating relationship. Men, you can experience joy in the relationships with the girl. But that is not where joy starts. At your job, at your career, your business, you can experience joy on the job. You can experience joy in your business. But I'm telling you, that's not that's not where joy starts. Because a lot of us to this day still making that mistake that when things ain't going right on the job, things ain't going right with the boss, things ain't going right with your teammate or someone you're working with, you really don't get along with. So, st- you know, what I'm saying stuff going wrong there. The, the, the boss just slammed more work on you. You got to stay later. You you was you was just about to leave. And the boss said, oh, I need you to stay for extra hour. I need you to do this. Or you were given an assignment and you don't think it should be fair. You don't think you should be doing that assignment. Anything and everything. Something unfair happened. The relationship ain't going away. You, you, uh, you know what I'm saying? You just got a divorce or you just got a breakup. Whatever happened, because you was trying to put you was trying to get joy out of the relationship. You was trying to get joy out of the job. You was trying to get joy out of that money first. And you got to understand, you got to remember that joy ain't from around these parts. Joy ain't from around these parts. Joy is in another dimension. You got to understand who and what joy is. Joy is another dimension is in another dimension. Are you understand what I'm saying? So if you want to go to another state or another country for vacation, be my guest. Go ahead. But the thing is, joy is something internal. Joy is joy is a state of mind. Oh, you you better write that down. Joy is a state of mind. If you really want to experience true paradise, then be a person that experiences joy in their mind. Mm-hmm. 
That means that that means that when perhaps all hell is breaking loose in your life. Money in your the money in your bank account ain't where it needs to be. You 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 single, or or maybe you married and you not uh you not joyful. Maybe you single and you not joyful. Maybe you married and you not joyful. Right? You not working right now. You got no home. Or maybe you do have a home. Maybe your your relationship ain't going good. And when I say relationship, it could be any relationship, dating relationship, marriage relationship, working relationship, any kind of relationship. It ain't going good. It ain't going well. You just had a car crash. You just had something bad happen to you. Whatever something bad happened to you, it just happened to you. Now, I understand the human side of you. Yeah, you're going to it's going to suck. You're going to feel bad and you're going to feel bad about it for a while. That's human. That's okay. Grieve through it. Go through the process. But at the end of the day, ha ha ha, the thing about joy is that you can access joy any single time of the day of the week. And it doesn't matter what time it is. Every second, every hour, every day, every minute, you get to access joy for free. But it really wasn't free if you really understand who and what joy is. And that's the problem with a lot of us in this world. We're not accessing joy on a daily basis, on an hourly basis. You got to access joy. Joy ain't from that. Joy ain't from your best friend. Joy ain't from your spouse. Joy ain't from your, your, your homies, your homegirls. Joy is not when you go hang out with people on a Friday night. Joy is not when you hang out with folks on a Saturday night, Sunday night, any night of the week. Yeah, you can experience joy, but that's not where it starts. That ain't where it starts. You got to be able to experience joy all by yourself. All by yourself. And when you can experience joy all by yourself, you can spread joy to any person put in front of you. And when you experience joy by yourself, you can experience truth in plain sight. You're able to keep your mind in that in that serene state of mind, in that presence of the Lord mindset. It's a mindset. It's a decision every single day. And BDP had to make decisions a whole bunch of times in his life when bank account money wasn't looking right, when 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 I wasn't working the type of jobs that I w- didn't want to work or when I was working jobs that they were cool and they were good, but they weren't really what I was wanting to do because I was trying to get to the next level. I had to keep joy on the inside. You didn't think there was times where BDB wasn't pissed off. You didn't think there was times where BDB wasn't sad, upset, depressed, lonely, angry, hurt. Any emotion you want to name, you don't think that I felt that. I had to make a decision a trillion times over. Not just hundreds, not just thousands, not just millions, not just billions, trillion times over. I had to choose joy every single time. And that's what gets me through every single time. And I find that when I keep myself in a state of joy every single time, that's what gets me going to the next day. That's what keeps my heart beating from every second. Every second of every day, joy is what beats me through. Not because of my skill, not because of my talent, not because of my gifts. All that stuff is great. It's cool. I thank God for that. But joy, joy is what brings me through every single day. The problems that I'm facing, everything that I go through, joy is allows me to get to the other side of those problems. And I'm trying to tell you, joy is the answer. Joy is the answer. you got to be able to remain in that joy state of mind. Because let me tell you something. Joy is pure. There is nothing tainted. There is nothing nothing flawed about joy. Joy is flawless. Joy is of the purest mindset that you could ever be in. 
So when things are going, when things are going way south, things are going not your way, you still have the opportunity. You still have the opportunity to choose joy. Doesn't matter who you are. So when you recognize and understand that, you can see truth in plain sight and not be able to hop over and skip over it. Because a lot of times when you when you hang around with certain people that don't recognize who you are, like for real, for real, they don't recognize who you truly are and who you're supposed to be. You don't need to be around them because mm-hmm. a prophet is a, a prophet is without honor amongst his own home. I didn't say that right. Forgive me. I didn't say that right. Let me say it this way. Familiarity breeds contempt. Familiarity breeds contempt. Familiarity breeds contempt. Mm-hmm. So the, the prophet without honor, just look up Mark chapter six. That, that, that'll say it for me. I don't want to mess it up. But I want you to catch what I'm saying. So in this world that we live in, here's the thing. A lot, a lot of that convenience don't don't let you don't don't let you be a person that where there's a lot of convenience where it 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 it, um, it paralyzes it it's, it puts you in a, a comatose state to to be more lethargic and lazy on your actions be a person that has your tips fresh are you hearing what I'm saying be a person that has your tips fresh because when truth when truth comes upon you mm, when truth comes upon you. You be ready to act quick. Let me give another example of what I'm talking about. When we hear about people dying and people passing away, what is our heart's reaction to that? The way that our hearts react to it, if it's not really a, a deep sense of yearning for, you know, for, for a compassion or anything like that, we need to check ourselves. We need to check ourselves for that. Because that's when our hearts are because our hearts can be filled with weeds. Our hearts can be filled with weeds. And when our hearts are filled with weeds, that means that we're we're losing touch. We're losing touch. We're, that means our, our, our tips are not fresh when our hearts are filled with weeds. When we when people die, we're just like, eh, oh, OK, you know, we're just like, oh, yeah, because we've allowed that convenience to kind of dull our hearts. We, we need to be people that are restored back to compassion. We need to be people that are restored back to compassion, restored back to caring for one another. We need to be people that are restored back to caring for our neighbor, loving for our neighbor. Not just because you say it, not just because you talk about it, but I'm talking about like we actually do the thing. Right. And I'm not again, as I always say, I ain't saying be perfect at it, but I'm saying we, we work on truly, actually, intentionally progressing in that. And then whenever we fall short, we acknowledge the shortness and then move forward. Are you catching what I'm saying? Like get get back to that place where we actually love for people, care for people, all that good stuff, because that is what's going to bring the light to this dark world. So at the end of the day. As I leave you, we got to keep our tips fresh, right? So I ain't talked about this yet, but as I close, you think about now, I'm going to be real. I didn't like do any deep research or reading about it. But of course, I heard about it through people about the the children of Uvalde that were, uh, you know, just (laughs) that were uh, shot and killed and everything. I remember reading one thing. I think I, I don't know if I saw a YouTube video that a girl, a young girl had to play dead with she 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 got blood 
on, I guess, another kid that was laying next to her. She got some of that blood on that kid and put it on herself and played dead. So that way the shooter wouldn't shoot her. And I think she still made it out alive. But, you know, you think about that, 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 you know, obviously I don't have kids of my own, but my heart goes out to the families and the friends and everyone that's that was involved. Well, I say involved or everyone that was aware of that Uvalde uh, shooting, uh, you know, amongst other shootings that have happened. You know, um, you know, I mean, we always hear about things like this, tragic things like this. And I'm not trying to be morbid when I say this, but, you know, stuff like this was happening back in Bible days. Right. And not trying to be morbid, but it's not until the next thing that's going to happen. But one answer, one answer that we can do is what I'm talking about. One answer that we can do is what I'm talking about. Keep our tips fresh. OK, when someone is. You know, telling you some kind of truth, we got to be equipped enough to recognize and discern it. I mean, if you don't know, you don't know. But if you recognize and discern it, we need to act upon it quickly. And we need to be people that look, here's the thing. When it comes to <clears throat> when it comes to things like that, we got to be people that are not afraid to shine our light in a dark place. And you just do it one by one, one by one, one person by another person, by another person. Really, really put yourself in the, the best part of the situation. Okay, what's best for this other person? Not what's in it for me, but what's what's uh, best for this other person? How can I help this other person? Like really caring for people. Okay? And so share this episode. Share this episode out with two people. Share this episode out with two people. This is the kind of stuff that needs to go out to people. Right? Because we can't be people that are like the proverbial elephant, as I always like to say. Being like the proverbial elephant. Shot with a tranquilizer dart gun. And then what happens is we, we get numb. This is what I really wanted to get to. We, we get numb in our decision making. We get numb in our in our activity. When I say activity, it's not just limited to just, you know, taking care of ourselves. But we get numb in so many areas of our lives. We get numb with our finances. We get numb with a lot of areas of our lives or just certain areas of our lives. But if you keep those tips fresh, you're going to have what I call the Super Bowl experience. When the players come up from behind that, that Super Bowl coach and they pour that water on him, what happens? Woo! Woo! Man, that Super Bowl coach, he filled with water. He filled with joy because why? His, Super, his team just won the Super Bowl. <laughs> and his players coming from behind him, they dump that Gatorade, they dump that water all over him, his whole body in shock. He don't see it coming. That's exactly what we need. We need that Super Bowl experience. We need that water to just be fresh all over us. It's almost like a cold shower, a quick two or three second cold shower. That's what we need. When we get that cold shower, we get our minds renewed. And we just have that experience every single day, keeping our minds renewed as best as we can. So that way we can keep our tips fresh and keep our minds sharp and keep our minds renewed. So let's be the light and let's keep our tips fresh. And that way this whole world will be fresh. All right, guys and gals, once again, I want to say thank you for jamming this episode of the Ultimate You podcast. You are greatly appreciated. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, I want to support this podcast, but I don't know how to go about doing that. Well, that's what the purpose of this is for. Now, if you want to financially support the Ultimate You podcast, you can just scroll down in the description of this episode 
and you should see a link that has the word support in it. Just go ahead and click that link and then follow the instructions accordingly. And then you can donate an amount of your choosing. You can be a monthly supporter or you can be a one-time donation supporter or however often you choose to financially support the podcast if you choose to do so. Or simply put, you can just support the podcast by sharing it with people, right? Because there's people all over the world that desire to be healthier in some way, shape, or fashion. doesn't matter what their background is. doesn't matter if they're working corporate America or if they're an entrepreneur or anything in between. We all want to live the absolute best lives possible when it comes to our health. So either way, whatever method you choose to support, I just want to say I thank you very much. I hope you'll keep riding with me on the Ultimate Youth Podcast. As always, change and be changed. <laughs>